Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Welcome to Reasonably Shady, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Reasonably Shady. I am your girl Giselle Bryant. What's up? What's up? This is Robin Dixon. We are back again. Ooh. And thank you for being here with us. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all never fail us. Y'all are here with us every week, week after week, and we definitely yes. appreciate it. And there's like more and more of you coming. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm hearing from people who are saying like they've been binging, you know, like, yes. like they they just got on the reasonably shady train mm. and they've been binging and they're loving it and we want more and we love you guys. So thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. We appreciate you. Yes, yes, yes. I'm and t- I mean, I'm yeah. gonna tell you, this this not easy work. So we hope you <laughs> like it, okay? Because we over here working hard. Sisters over here sweating. Yes, yeah. I had to get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> And I had to drive to Robin's house. Okay, we are at Robin Dixon's new palatial estate. Yes, I mean all that. I mean, it's very nice. Yes, yes, I, I like it. It's nice and comfortable, and I have a whole lot of decorating and furnishing to do. Yes. So if anybody wants to send me something, yes, yes, send Robin something because she needs a whole lot of furniture. Yes, and and furniture is expensive. Oh my gosh, <laughs> expensive! And then the lead time on it is crazy, and then the delivery is crazy and freight and. It's insane. Wow, listen. It's, it's so insane. But hey, I mean, it's the cost of life. Yes. Okay. So, at per usual, we're going to give our reasonably shady moment of the week. Do you have one? Oh, shoot. Okay. So, while you think about yeah, it, I actually okay. have two. So, you know, the kids started school. And every time this happens to me every year because I always forget. It's kind of like when you have a baby and it's horrible, but then you forget. So you get pregnant again. Okay. It's called the car line at school. Oh, my gosh. It's the shadiest, most horrible thing that mothers and whoever pick up these kids have to go through. You probably try to be the first one, don't you? I I don't. Actually, I try to time it so that it's done. Oh, And I catch the tail end of it. Okay. Okay. So for those of you who don't have kids or don't understand a car line. It is you're sitting there in your car waiting for your kids to come out and the line 
is the longest thing right. you've ever seen. Yeah. And it's not like your kid can come to your, like, can bust out the school and just come to your car. Right. You got to wait till you, like, inch up and inch and up. you're, like, at the front. Inch up. All right. And you're at the front, and then finally they can come. If they do come to your car, because my kids are in high school now, they get yelled at by teachers. Right. Because it's a hazard. Yeah, I hate the car line and cannot wait for it to be out of my life. Yeah, the car line is horrible. Um, gosh, and you just now, I, yeah. um, you triggered my my shady moment. Um, it actually goes back a couple weeks. So I moved. Yes. And I posted that I moved. And the next day, uh-huh. somebody called my children's Ooh. school, the front office, and told them, hey, I think they moved and you need to find out where they moved to. So... Oh, well, who was that person? Who was that somebody? I don't know who that somebody was. They're a hater. Right. Okay. Like, like really? And it's, mind your business. Yes, mind your business. So, the person in the front office or whoever, they, instead of just calling me, because, you, know, you, you know, they can just look up my kids' records and say, oh, let me call the parents. Yes. They called my former real estate agent that helped me get, you know, the, the houses where we live. Right. And... Asked him, do you know if Robin and Juan Dixon still live in their house? And so he emailed me the email. Well, she, she emailed and called him. So he forwarded me the email. Okay. This is horrible. Right. And he didn't know because I was, I, I didn't, I wasn't using him. I used a different real estate agent. He didn't know what was going on. So I called and I said, this is Robin Dixon, mm. the woman that you were snooping around trying to find out information on. Um, if you need to know something about me and my life, Ooh. call me, please. Uh- Y- yes, lady. Isn't that crazy? I was like so angry. Like, why do you need to snoop around? Is it almost like you were trying to catch me in a lie? Right. Like, why not just call me and say, hey, we got this tidbit of information. Just trying to check and see, you know. I wouldn't even think to go around you and call a real estate agent right. to find out if you moved. Right. Like, why wouldn't she just call you? Right. Like, you literally had to maybe like, pull, you know how when, um, well, your kids are in private school. So when you're in public school, like you have to send them, you know, your lease agreement or your more your deed or something. Yes. So he must have been on the lease agreement. So they oh. literally had to pull that document up. Right. So, so when they Instead were doing of that, just like looking at, you know, oh, here's the file. OK, parent name, parent number, parent yes. email. I was, you know I was, I was through. I was so angry. What what county is this? Howard County. Y'all wrong. They, they don't play about their schools because they have a really good school system. So they wanted to make sure that my kid was in the right school and they weren't. I understand. But y'all are wrong for snooping around. Just call the parent. Just right. call the parent. And it's not like Robin can like fake where she lives. We're on TV. Right. Like, exactly. It's, it is what it is. Like, come on now. And, and trust me, my kids wanted me to fake where I lived. And I was like, OK, secretly Robin was trying to lie. But I was like I can't no I was like guys I can't lie like there's no way I can get away with that because I am on TV so (laughs) whatever so anyway they hate their new school oh well Corey hates it okay Carter's adjusting. Corey Carter's, hates Carter's it. all right. Corey's like, you know, he's, he misses his friends. Yes. He's know? at the eight because he's, he's in, in what eighth grade. grade. Yeah, yeah. He misses his friends. So he misses his friends and he just, he, he hates it. But, you know, hey, it, it, it's either going to be a really long school year. Yeah. Or he'll find some friends and he'll like it. Yeah. He'll figure, he'll figure it. He'll figure it. Kids are resilient and they typically figure it out. They are. Yes. But I, I understand hating a school. I mean, I've been there before. 
<laughs> All right. So we have so many hot topics to talk about. Okay. So there's this one particular thing that I didn't want to talk about, but I do, I feel like, you know, we do have to talk about it because it's about people that I love mm. called the Carters, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yes. We love them. They're our best friends. They're our friends. I know. I'm so mad at them because I, I didn't get the invite for the trip. For the vacation. 40th birthday party? Yeah. That Beyonce had? Yeah. yeah like what? On on the boat, and we still Why looking at they, pictures. Yeah. I don't. I'm, confi- I'm very confused. But it, and she's my Virgo sister. I don't understand. Anyway, oh by the way, still Virgo nation. Still still Virgo season out yes. here. Whoop, whoop. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they did that collaboration with Tiffany's, mm. right? And I wasn't. We weren't going to discuss it because it's kind of like it, it caused like a fury controversy. of controversy and discussion, mm-hmm. and. You know, Beyonce has, it's, she hasn't come out and said anything, but it's reported that mm-hmm. she is feeling differently about doing it mm-hmm. than than she was before they did it. Um, so here's my take on right. it. Okay. So she got to wear the diamond that has not been worn by A, a black woman. Okay. And B, it's the diamond has been around for like over 100 years. Right. Okay. So if something's been around for over 100 years and ain't no black person been able to get their hands on it. I'm of the place and of the thought process, F you. Right. I don't like, I don't want to participate. I don't want to be invited to the barbecue. I don't want to touch the diamond. Mm. Y'all can have it. Mm. And if you're Beyonce and you the baddest bitch walking, right. why do you need that? You know what I mean? Well, I don't know that it's about the diamond. I think it might be about the big fat check that was probably <laughs> written to them. Okay, but if you're if y'all are, if you and your husband are both billionaires, you don't need that check. Yeah, they want to stay billionaires. Oh, I think I think honestly, <laughs> yes. Rich, like I I know we say that like oh well you're a billionaire. What do you need more money for? Because right. rich people, their ego is like it's it's fueled by money right okay. and you know they they want to be the richest they want to be on that list they want to keep being they, on they that can't list. they can't be knocked off the list they on the I'm list sorry they tiffany wrote them a big fat yes check we know that and they said cha-ching cash it okay thank so you so do you think that if they knew about the backstory of these diamonds prior to they wouldn't have done it possibly Okay. Possibly. All right. Possibly. Okay. Yes. I, I agree with that. Possibly. I agree with that. Because I feel like they're very conscious and particular about the moves they make. Right. Well, look, Tiffany don't care if anyone's upset because those commercials run all the time. Yeah, yes, they do. And let me just say this. I Okay. A, a little part of me felt like they don't need Tiffany's. Tiffany needs, needs them. them. True. Right? True. So they could have bowed out. They could have like walked away. No. That's true. I'm telling you that check. That check? That check was fat. Because um, flat tummy time, tea, whatever, they keep trying to, they keep harassing me. And I feel like I don't need them. They that need me. That check is not that good. <laughs> <laughs> if the check was good, then you would do it. <laughs> Listen, flat tummy tea, stop stop emailing me. Or whatever the hell y'all are. Flat. <laughs> anyway. They'll right. be, like, be like, can you post 15 <laughs> posts for $200? Like something's crazy. I mean, I'm exaggerating, y'all. But I'm like, kick right. Rocks. Kick what? rocks. Kick rocks. <laughs> All right. I just want to give you all an example. Now, listen, um, we are done, obviously, with the Olympics. But the aftermath of it all is, you know, Simone Biles and those other ladies went to court. Now, they didn't go to court. I don't really understand what they did. They went um, and Congress. They and- went to Congress and they were complaining, not complaining, but they gave a deposition. Yeah. 
on what happened to them as it relates to this man that got 150 years for molesting them. Right. And their beef, their issue is when we went to the FBI, y'all didn't care. Right. Right. That's crazy. That is insane. That is insane. The FBI did not feel like what they were saying was important enough right. to investigate or okay they did their little bit of investigation and whatever response they got the FBI was like okay I think the FBI did not want to interfere because then would we have an Olympic gymnast team no we would not like they probably would have had to suspend the ladies or do so- I don't know they just didn't they didn't do their job no that's horrible that's horrible and that they're here to do stuff like that yeah, like that, if there's that is anyone, the FBI's job right if there's anyone that's going to find out the root of the problem yes. or what's going on it's the FBI like that yeah. is that's insane but I think it just it it shows you a lot there's probably a lot of stuff that goes on that the FBI is aware of and they choose not to investigate right Right. Which, Which is, is scary. Really scary. Yeah, it's very it's scary. Very scary. And it makes you feel it makes you feel I'm sure that you're just totally helpless mm. that who is going to listen to you? Who is going to have your back? Right. Um, and these were like 14, 15 year old girls. Right. Right. It's horrible. That is horrible. I felt so bad. Like it was like you can. And then it almost it, I felt like watching Simone Biles talk i almost felt like okay i even understand her more now with the olympics yes. and her you know not wanting to compete yeah like she probably just has so many emotions and anxiety and just she's just been so scarred and yeah. it's like shame on you for allowing these adults to scar these children because you're scarring them for life yeah no no question about it absolutely no question i really feel bad with those girls and guess what they have they have displayed so much courage oh absolutely. way way more than balancing on the balance beam right like this i i'm very happy that they step forward because absolutely. they're helping the girls coming behind them exactly they're helping the girls coming behind them and then they're just helping other you know girls or people with similar types of experiences whether yeah. it's in you know other sports or other industries to you know to pay more attention to stuff and to say yeah. okay this actually is really real i guess they probably felt like oh you know if they're if they're going to say oh the doctor is touching me inappropriately and the FBI is probably like oh but the doctor's just doing his job you right. know what I mean like but no it's like right. no you need to look farther into this yes it's not acceptable so I was I got my um right after I got married I my gallbladder damn near exploded right wow. so I had to go to the doctor was that like most excruciating pain ever? ever I hear that it's like really 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 painful oh it's horrible like it was pain was so bad I passed out Wow. Woke up in the hospital. Oh, my God. So I got, you know, it was kind of like emergency surgery. I got my gallbladder removed. And I remember the hospital that I was in, actually in Baltimore, is a Mm -hmm. teaching hospital. Mm -hmm. So they have the doctors come in and they have like the new residents with the doctor to Mm -hmm. like check out the patients. So, you know, I was, I had just got married. My hair was all done in in an orangey yellow color and I was looking cute. I had a tan and everything. What? Your hair was in an orangey yellow color? I don't know. Because you just got married. I mean, I don't know. Can I say, this is... (laughs) Are you saying? Look, there's a point to this story, Ryan. Okay, all right. Okay. okay. So, in the middle, so I, I was recuperating. I'm half on drugs. Okay. I, I remember I told Jamal to go home, mm-hmm. right? Because he had been staying in the hospital with me. And one of the interns, residents, came back into the room and he was like, I need to check your um your scars or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of feeling me up, <gasps> like my boobs. Oh. And I was like, the way he was touching me, I remember it wasn't, I didn't feel right about right. it. And I was pissed. Yeah. So um, the next day, I asked to see the head doctor mm-hmm. and I told on that guy. Okay. 
And um, I never saw him again. And I was like, I, I do not want that guy in my room anymore. But I was like, wow, livid. Oh, my gosh. And imagine if he's a doctor today. Yeah. Yes. Like oh, there's always disgusting. creepy people out there. If you're ever if somebody's ever in a hospital or just in a, in a situation in which you can be compromised. Yeah. You need to have somebody with you. Yeah. Wow. That's horrible. That's scary. That's awful. That's why I honestly don't have male doctors like that are like like my my my, uh, my OBGYN is a female. Yes. My um primary care doctor is a female like right. I, you know, no offense to male doctors, but Yeah, but no. Just... I mean, it is what it is. Y'all suck. Anyway, uh... moving on. <laughs> You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Okay, so I'm so excited because it's almost the holidays and Broadway is back. So like just FYI, I always take my kids around the holidays to see some play on Broadway, musicals, something that's like our thing. It's our tradition. And we didn't get to do it in 2020 because of the pandemic. But now Broadway is back and they've like opened up in like full throttle. Like they had what The Lion King. I think um, Hamilton. Hamilton. Mm -hmm. So I'm so super excited. That is so exciting. And I must say that I have never been to a play on Broadway. No way, Robin. No, no, no. I think I did go to one. Damn it. And I can't remember what it was. What Mm. do you mean? It was a long time ago. Okay, so Robin, you didn't go. It might have been Lion King. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Robin's the worst. My memory is so bad. (laughs) Okay, so you didn't go to a play on Broadway, but you were a video (gasps) hoe. I sure was. Yeah, and I know that you always like to tell people that you were a video host. I mean, I'm proud. I'm proud of my one shining moment. <laughs> Would you like to tell it's the world about ho. it? 
<laughs> yeah. So so actually, those are some of the questions that I got was like, you know, yeah. tell us about your story about being a video ho. Okay. Because we shared um, on a recent episode of the Real Housewives of Potomac that, yes. you know, well, we were auditioning for Karen- Candace's video. And I'm like... I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. I've, I've been here. I've yes. been a video ho. Yes. So anyway, um, that opportunity came about because now we kind of follow me. My brother's son's baby mama's boyfriend. I'm lost. Exactly. <laughs> cousin was a successful music video director, Chris Robinson. He has he directed tons and tons and tons of great music videos. Yes, we okay. know Chris Robinson, yes. We know Chris Robinson. So we I was at a birthday party for my nephew mm-hmm. and he was there. And later that week, like they called my well, my brother's son's mother called and was like, Hey, Chris Chris is directing a video in LA for right. Puffy. Do you wanna do you wanna go? And I and Chris he wants to know if you want to be in it. And I was like Huh? In a video for Sean Buffy Combs, Bad Boy like, Days. This is Bad Boy Days. Yes. Okay. This is when he remember he went to jail for the gun charge. Yes. Puffy. This was his first song and video after he got out of jail. Oh, so this is a big deal. This is it his was comeback. Huge. Okay. It was huge. Okay. And I was like so confused. I was like, me? Why? Huh? What? <laughs> no. Like, oh, like you you got the wrong person. Right. Right. Because you you didn't you hadn't perfected your twerk game. <laughs> At that point. <laughs> no. I, I mean, they weren't twerking back then. It yes. was more, you know, the. I don't, I don't know. That just wasn't on my radar. So I told Juan, I was like, this is so crazy. But someone, you know, Chris Robinson asked me to be in a puffy video. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Why would he ask me? And he was like, you should do that. That sounds amazing. I was like, actually really surprised that he encouraged wow. me to do that. And thinking back, I'm like, maybe he was just trying to get me out of town so he could like... <laughs> no, he was not, Robin. He wanted you to fulfill your dreams as a video ho. That is what he wanted. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Fine. All right. I'll take that. Fine. But I, but I was just so surprised that he was like excited about that yeah. opportunity for me and encouraged me to go. So I went. I flew all the way from Maryland to L.A. They paid for my, my flight. They Ooh. paid for my hotel. Okay, budget. They paid me $700. Budget, budget. Yes. Okay. And it was like such a cool experience. It was on the um, Universal Studio lot. Okay. Where they filmed Desperate Housewives. Yes. And I love Desperate Housewives. So I like, I don't know if. Had Desperate Housewives aired before this video or after? But, like, I recognized, like, oh, this is a Desperate Housewives set. Yeah. Super cool. And it was all these celebrities there. Shaq, Ice Cube, Ben Stiller. Like, it was okay. a big deal. Because uh-huh. Puffy, it was like, bad boy for life. He's coming back to the neighborhood. And, I mean, it was a long day. Right. You know, sun up to sundown. It was all these different scenes. I was literally in, like, four different scenes. But when you watch the video, yeah. you see me for, like, point two five seconds. <laughs> But does it matter, Robin? You made it. It doesn't. You can see me. You can pause and I can pause it and I say, there I am. Yes. And one of the funny parts. So we were um, like I was in a jacuzzi with like three other girls on the front yard. And it's uh-huh. like a party outside on the front yard. And then so standing outside of the jacuzzi, it was an above ground jacuzzi. Yeah. Um, Do they still have what? what is what, it mean? Like a big tub? You mean like a big I mean, playpen? It, yeah, literally. It, that's what it seemed like. Yeah, it's like an above. <laughs> think of a jacuzzi, but it's above ground. Sounds a little unsanitary. Yeah. It's a little weird. Big bathtub. Yeah. So then there's these like these rapper guys, like, I don't remember their names, but there okay. was like all these bad boy artists and stuff. So they're like standing around the jacuzzi. 
And I just remember the guy like, okay, when they start the camera, yeah. he had a, he had a glass of like wine, he had a wine glass or something. He's like, I'm a I'm a pour the water all over your chest. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> I was like, nah, you could do that to her. I, like we, Robin said, not me, <laughs> not me, sir. Like, and it's so funny because I'm literally like, you know, my my, I'm like. Oh my, same thing I say all the time. Oh my God, my parents going to watch this video and they're going <laughs> to see me like, you know, put, put, pushing my boobs out, yeah. letting the man pour the water all on my chest. So I was like, mm-mm, you can do it to them. And so those other girls, they was just moving their little boobies. And that's why chest. they were in the video longer than you. Because you were in 0. 0.2 and right. they was like in it for yes. like three minutes. They were like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I was like, hell no, you better not look <laughs> Listen. Don't even touch me. I mean, it was really cool. I have a lot of pictures. I'm gonna probably share them on my page and just show all the little pictures. But it was, it was just, it was such a cool and fun experience. Okay. Um, and that video is like bomb. Like when you watch yeah. it, it's so entertaining. No, I remember that video. I definitely because you're right. It was like his comeback, and he yeah. was in like a neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, he was in a neighborhood. He was like coming back to the neighborhood. He pulled up in the big. Yeah. We were in the big bus and yeah. all these. I was on that bus, but they didn't show me. <laughs> and they show everyone getting off the bus and you know come to the neighborhood. And I think I think Puffy should do a Robin do over because you did not <laughs> like, get your me, adequate time. Give me more time. Get, yes. yes. So next time you you have a Sean Puffy Combs. Next time you have a little video, make yes. sure Robin gets her due. But he's probably gonna be like, okay, well let you gotta let somebody pour something on you. And you right? can't at this point. You can't. Yeah. I'm yeah. Right. I'm like I don't care. <laughs> okay. All right. There's a couple more things that I wanted to discuss because this this intrigued me. Okay, so El Chapo, right? Mm -hmm. One of his homes mm -hmm. went up in Mexico. Okay, went up for auction. Oh, it was a lottery on his home. Okay, the home only cost one hundred thirty thousand dollars. Okay, and no one bought it. Okay, and I that struck me as very strange because I'm convinced there's some money hidden in the walls. Oh. This is my thought. Okay. okay, so under the in this particular home. If you remove the tub, uh -huh. that was the hole for the underground way, like the to, way to escape. Okay. Yes. Wow. So supposedly they've ce cemented that over. Okay. And, you know, that's gone. But I, I'm sure there is some cash. You don't think they've, like, looked everywhere all throughout this house? You, well, I mean, you'd have to pull up the, the yeah, floorboards. They probably did that. Oh, you think? I, I would imagine. Like, they're dealing with El Chapo. Like... <laughs> You're not just going to be like, oh, this El Chapo's house. Let me put it up for sale. No, you're going to be like, let me pull up every, like, it's probably literally just like four walls. True. It can't be True. like a, how, a livable house. I don't know. I was just feeling like I want to go in there and like pull up so, the toilets and everything. I imagine this was not his like main no, house. No, this of course like he had a million uh, houses. Okay. Yes. This okay. is one of his uh, stash. It was actually a stash a house. A stash house. Yeah. Yes. There we go. So if you are in the stash house, there's got to be cash in the stash house. It's, they found that cash. That cash is gone. <sighs> I would be digging they up found the, the backyard. Or his people that like, that, that stuff is gone. It's gone? It's gone. Oh, damn. They probably looked at every inch of that property i was gonna tell my mexican connect to go ahead and buy it and we was gonna come and, and do That's, a search it has to be a shithole like yes it I is mean, <laughs> i'm sure it is did they was there anything else for sale that's all that's the best they could do well what was interesting about it was that nobody wanted to touch it right 10 foot pole everybody was like no need right so i don't know i'm just saying i'm just saying i'm i'm, I'm going to be checking out what else that they auction off that was El Chapo's. Do you, do you think El Chapo's going to escape again? 
Yes. You think so? Hell yeah. That was so amazing. Yes. <laughs> it, wait, so they, they have him right. Where they have him, he's, it's, he's in a facility, but it's extremely luxurious, he, right? I mean, luxurious. Is it? From what I understand, he's like running the whole thing. And he's, he, you know, he has people coming in and people leaving out. And he's, he's got his hose on, on rotation. Oh, my God. Okay. I need, I need, I need to research El Chapo. I, I, I'm like always highly entertained by like the drug my the, lords, the cartel yes the cartels all that that stuff is so entertaining <laughs> <laughs> all right so listen we have put it out there on our social media to ask us anything i mean you guys a lot of times individually on our dms you guys have all kinds of crazy questions so we just decided we're going to deal with them okay mm-hmm. um that are non-related to the show that we do call the real housewives of potomac so y'all really asked a hundred million questions, okay? And y'all are nosy. This is the mm-hmm. title of this episode. Y'all are nosy and we love it. I have like a whole book. <laughs> <laughs> so of course we cannot get through all the questions in this one episode. But what we're going to do is kind of like every now and again, we're going to try to make this like a, a ongoing segment. Yes. And we'll answer questions, especially because y'all really want to get to know us better. And we, we just happy y'all want to get to know us. I know. And I love that we have the platform to do so. Yes. Yes. Immediately. Okay. So Robin, you want to start? Sure. Okay. And and I print this very small. <laughs> Robin ain't reading all of this very print that she Very small print. Okay. Um, have you ever passed for another ethnicity Ooh. or for white in order to fit in or for safety or opportunity? Be honest. So... That's from Craig. That that actually has never even crossed my mind. Um, however, I was on a cruise one time mm-hmm. with my girlfriends. It was three of us on a cruise. And we're all light-skinned. And we met this white guy. He played golf. Like, we were hanging out. You know how you, when you're on a cruise, they, like, sit you at a table with, like, yes. strangers, right? So he's at our table, our dinner table. So met this white guy. We were hanging out. We, we spent a lot of time, you know, at the casino and whatever with this guy. And he said said something about something something nigger <gasps> I mean nigger and I'm sorry <laughs> and we he said the n-word yes uh-huh. and we me and my friends looked at each other like what the fuck like he doesn't know that we're black you know what I mean like the no. way he said it it right. was like obvious that he didn't know we were black women and it was like I mean after that we just like we were out like right. we we couldn't even like com- confront the situation we just right. said no more of him right so no i have never tried to pass for white but clearly i have passed for white <laughs> <laughs> unbeknownst to you right you pass for white and actually that brings me to my to something that somebody asked me um brina bby asked me am i creole mm. Which is a, a, a Louisiana thing, typically. Yes, I am Creole. If you watched season four of The Real Housewives of Potomac, we went to New Orleans. We did my whole backstory. Um, we rode a boat that was the Creole Queen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, my whole family is Creole. But to answer your question of do we pass, I would never, ever do that. But my I have a cousin mm-hmm. on my dad's side, and my dad doesn't speak to him. And it turns out that the reason why he doesn't is because this guy was trying to pass, was passing for white. He lives his life as a white man. He black. Wow. And he lives his life as a white man. And my dad is like, hates him, doesn't speak to him. And we didn't exile him from the goddamn family. Wow. So there's that. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Oh, oh, your turn. No. Oh, oh, that was your question. That was my question. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so this one, I got a question. Yes. Why can't y'all talk about Potomac? 
I like all the other topics, but RHOP has a lot going on and people want to hear what y'all have to say about it. So um, honestly, it is in our contract right. that we're not really allowed to talk about Potomac outside of like Bravo sponsored stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um, so we have to have permission from Bravo to be able to talk about Potomac. So I just wanted to put it out there. Yeah. Now, I feel like if it's... So I can't really talk about what happened in yesterday's episode and go in on that. Now, I, I think there's other people that maybe do. Like, I think Candy does that on her YouTube page. Yeah. But she must have something in her contract that allows she, her to do that. She probably does. But, you know, yeah. to be honest with you, this has been refreshing not to be exactly not to talk about yeah. um, Potomac. And, and this podcast is a breath of fresh air for me personally. I'll just speak yeah. for me because it's like we, when the show is on the air, that's all we do. All of our interviews with all of these different outlets, it's like the show and what happened and oh my God and da da da. And a lot of times it's just like, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, I agree. And that's how I feel. I mean, I, I just think it's awesome that you all get to learn more about us and our personality. Yes. And, because I think on the show, like you get, you really get a scaled down filtered version of who we are. Yeah. And we can't talk about the Met Gala and you know just other random stuff that's going on and so yeah I don't know I mean it's 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 a slippery slope I think when it comes to yeah. being able to talk about the show because some people might reveal too much yes and I think instead of taking the risk of you know allowing someone to reveal too much then like we can't reveal anything at all true true so, true, true just want to um, put that out there so Kennedy Lena Laney asked are you and Robin still involved in Greek life or go back to your undergrad chapter to visit and participate in activities. So I am, yes, an active, I'm a, I'm a member of my sorority financial. I am a paid member of, of Alpha Kappa Alpha. And um, I try to get back to Hampton and Gamma Theta as often as I can. It's hard. Howard University played Hampton University. And I asked for all of my sorors to meet me there. So, yes, I try to participate as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And I am also financial. I am a Diamond Life member yes. of Delta Sigma Theta. Get it straight. Yeah. So so I don't have to pay another national due because um, we paid Diamond. And, and for anyone who you know doesn't know what that is, that means we paid. I Well, my mother, when I crossed into Delta, my mother paid, I don't know, it was like $2,500 or so. Yeah. A, a large chunk of money. For me to, to be a Diamond Life member, which means that I will always be financial for the rest of my life in Delta. But I am also a chapter member. Yes. I belong to the Baltimore County Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta. And my mother pays those dues, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Gladys. Um, and I, I, I pay her back. But, like, she makes sure that, like, I stay financial. Yes. Because she knows when stuff is due. And she'll be like, I paid your dues. Now you owe me. So. Right. So now, yes. just to answer, somebody else also asked, like, what was my line number? I was 45 on my line. It was 50 of us. And 45 is like always a number that I use for stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and me too. So I'm, I was number 10. And my Instagram page is Robin Dixon 10. Yes. So if you ever wonder what the 10 is, I'm number 10. But um, also, but to say, yes, do I go back to, am I still involved in the sorority? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm very close with my chapter, my, my collegiate chapter at the University of Maryland, Kappa Phi. Yeah. Um, I would like to be more active though. Definitely. Okay. We'll get, we'll get into it. Get into it. Yes. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. 
Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. All right, what you got? All right. Um, do you pack your kids' lunches or do they eat school lunches? <laughs> okay, what do you do? I don't know the answer to this for you. Oh, my God. I pack my kids' no. lunches. Yes, my kids are so stuck up. They will <laughs> not eat school lunch. Like, if I send them to school yeah. without a lunch, they will starve themselves. <gasps> They okay. refuse to eat school lunch. And it's so frustrating because I literally have to wake up and make these damn ham sandwiches and turkey sandwiches and <laughs> cut up fruit. And oh, my gosh. And do you know when we were vegan, you remember we were vegan a few yes. years ago yeah. and the kids were vegan. I literally would make them a spinach salad for lunch. Okay. It would be spinach and nice. strawberries yeah. and cucumbers. Nice. And I was doing that like every morning. I couldn't believe I was doing that. But they so, eat it? Yes. Oh, that's amazing. They would eat it. Yeah. But yes, I hate packing school lunch. Yes. And that's one reason I'll probably send my kids to private school next year because... <laughs> Because of school lunch, not because of education. Yes, because my I went to private school for high school, and that lunch was bomb. It was right. like being a sizzler. Like, <laughs> okay, so I, I too hate packing their lunch. Yes, and they hate that I pack the lunch. It's it is it's we agree. Okay, we are on one accord in my house. So I give them money. Okay, for them to get their lunch at school. Okay, and that yeah, you're right. It is sizzler. They got a whole lot to choose from. Yes. So typically. It's like six or seven dollars a day 
right? Oh, wow. Okay. So I tell them, I give them some money at the beginning of the week, and I tell them, look at here, you got a budget. You, you got a budget you properly. You can't just, like, pay ahead of time. So they, they used to just, have, like, a card. Yeah. Right? But they don't have that anymore because they're just oh. now, because of COVID, and I don't know, oh. something. Anyway. What? Sometimes in the middle of the week, my kids say they ran out of money. Right. Well, that doesn't have nothing to do with me now, does it? Because they went back for seconds. Because I told them to budget <laughs> accordingly. Yeah, we now we working on this. We working on this. Yes, yes. I Let me tell you, my school lunch in private school, what? <laughs> it was like half at it. Yeah, yes. so I'm, I'm definitely going to send them to private school. I can't take, I cannot make these lunches anymore. It's Hilarious. The worst. Okay, so Gonzalez asked me, I think this is a really good question. If you or Robin could be CEOs of any company in the world, mm. which would it be? Which would you choose? Ooh. So this is like an existing company. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, you answer first. Okay. So I would be the CEO of like a Whole Foods, like a grocery chain. So like a Whole Foods, a Safeway or whatever. Because at the end of the day, I want to give the food to people who cannot afford food. Okay. So I feel like there isn't enough intention about people that... I can't tell you how many times somebody's been in front of me in line and they didn't have enough money to pay for their food. Right. So if we had a system set up that like the food that was getting ready to go bad. Right. Like, let's give it to people that really need it. Mm-hmm. As a CEO, that is what I would do. Right. When okay. I, when I, I get to, that. when I get to heaven, that's one of my questions to God. Like, why do people go hungry? Go hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think, especially in the United States, it's like un- totally unnecessary. We have enough food for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and like, so that's why food banks are super important. Yes. Yeah. Because there are so many people that, and it's so crazy. It's like, they're not, they might not be, um, homeless what is it under dang what's the term they use at the food underserved it's not underserved it's a term and it really like because it'll be people you know working class people yeah and they just can't afford to feed their family the u.s department of agriculture estimates that around 11 to 12 percent of u.s households are food insecure these are individuals who have difficulty accessing meals have to cut meals have to share meals or may miss a day or two of a meal in the course of a period of time because they're not able to afford those meals. So, you know, the kids, they have to rely on school to eat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's a, so all of that, I just need for it to be alleviated, gotten rid of in yeah. this country. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That bothers me. Gosh, what would my company be? You know, I've always, since I was young, had like a love for like, retail okay um like i would play like store my house i would put a price tag on like everything in the house so it definitely would probably be something retail centered okay um i don't i can't really say like one company i mean can i just stay the ceo of embellished and continue to grow it yes you can add more things which i'm working on yes gonzalez that's the answer yes robin just be living her her life that she living now yes i just i just want to expand embellished and and yes stay tuned i'm I'm, I'm gonna work on like some nice That's fun stuff. Yeah, speaking of embellished and Robin taking over the, the the fashion world, we are coming out with reasonably shady merch. So stay tuned for yes, that. Stay tuned. Very soon we're gonna have some some fun hoodies, limited supply. So yes. don't sleep. Yes. But, but trust me when I tell you it's gonna be limited supply. Limited supply. Drop. So you, you better get you better get on it. Yes, yes. And speaking of embellished, um, one of the questions a lot, I got this question a lot. When will embellished be restocked? <laughs> <laughs> In other words, Robin, you're not doing your CEO job. Oh my God. Can I tell you how frustrating it is to not have? I mean, it's a good thing, like, oh, okay, that means like people are buying it, but 
to not have anything to sell. Like my website is dormant and I hate it because I have so many people who want to buy. And that's one of the things as a small business owner, um, managing inventory. Yeah, that is is very hard. I think that's like one of the biggest issues or problems. It's like either you don't have enough or you don't want to have too much, yeah. you know, so I don't want to have too much embellishment it's just sitting there and I can't, and it's hard to predict and forecast, you know, how many hats I'm going to need. Right. Um, so so what's, the, what's the answer to the question? Do we have so a date? We, we have a, a roundabout date. So honestly, so I am expecting a shipment next week. Honestly, by the time you hear this, I'm probably, will probably be restocked. Okay. So any day now, but when I do restock, make yes. sure you get it fast, okay? Uh, because it's <laughs> going to go really fast. It's going fast. Yes, yes, yes. It's hot. But, but I appreciate it. But it's, it sucks because it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm we're, the show is on air. Yeah. And people are reminded, like, oh, let me, I want to go buy a hat. Right. And they have nothing to buy. It's so frustrating. Listen, we got to do better with our inventory. I know. I'm going to have to just quadruple the number or something. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, listen. So Alexandria asked me. This is you for you too, Robin. Okay. Are those your real eyes? <laughs> what? Okay, I'm gonna need for you all to get to know the green eye bandits better. Right. Okay. Because we were born with these eyes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what is so funny? When I was a little girl, uh-huh. I can remember people coming up to me, you know, at adults, like I would be in the store with my mom. Yeah. And adults would be like, Oh my gosh, your eyes are so pretty. And I, I literally, honestly, had uh-huh. no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> I, I did not know that my eyes were green and and that my eyes looked different from anyone else's. So I literally would be like, like, are they talking about the shape of my eyes? Did like, y'all not have a mirror in the house? No, we did, but I didn't know that I looked different. Oh, okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, I had no idea that because maybe because like my brother has light eyes, my mom has hazel oh, eyes, yeah. my grandmother has blue eyes, my cousin has blue eyes. So maybe okay. for me, it's like okay, everybody got light eyes. Like, right? You know, so so for me, like light eyes, green eyes was nothing special. Right. And I never noticed that I was different because I had green eyes. Yes. And it's so and it's so funny. One day I was like. I was like, let me look in the mirror and figure out what these people are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably last year. Okay. Rob is hilarious. <laughs> so I literally stood in the mirror and was like, and I looked and I was like, oh, okay. It's the color of my eye. I can't. I can't, y'all. Robin Dixon is a mess. Okay. I'm so dumb, y'all. I'm so dingy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so dingy. <laughs> So I'm good. glad you figured it out. How old were you when you figured it out? That I was dingy or that no. I had green eyes? Oh. Yes, that you had green eyes. We, I mean, <laughs> dingy is just for life. So, <laughs> yes. Um, I don't really know how old I was. Okay. I can't rem- I can't put like a, a number on that, but I just remember being so confused. I feel yeah. like I probably was like a little girl, like five years old or something. You okay. know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I would just be like... Well, thank you. Like, what are you talking about? Like, right. I have no idea. Well, you know, because did you know when you were five? Did you did you know you had green eyes? Like, I knew that people people same thing. People come to my mom and they would they ask because I had like a dark rim around my eyes, uh-huh. at, especially at the bottom, mm-hmm. and they would ask my mom why did she put makeup on me? Oh, and she would get mad. Like, who are these white ladies talking to me about my child? Oh my god! And thinking that I put makeup on a five-year-old, right? Like I did not, and that's ridiculous. And why can't my child just be pretty, right? So I knew it was something different, right? Because it was all this discussion, <laughs> but it was like 
my sister was always like, I have an older sister who is um, always keeps it real. And she was always like, yeah, you pretty, but you ain't had nothing to do with that. That was mommy and daddy and that was their genes Mm-mm. and um, it had nothing to do with you. Right. So, um, you know, you need to be smart. And that's what you can control. But your face, didn't ha- you had nothing to do with that. Right. So don't even get too excited. Mm-mm. I said, well, goddamn. Nope. <laughs> that was Mama and Papa Graves. I said, well, shit. Well, let me just stay in the bed today. Good God. <laughs> anyway, thank God I have thick skin. All right. So we're going to take one more of what you guys asked. Okay. Um, Before we wrap up. Okay. So how do your boys handle filming now that they have done it for a while and are getting older? Oh, good. Qu- that's a good question. So I have to pay my children to go to work. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay. I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. So Robin and I had this discussion prior to us filming, I think see this past season, season six. And I was like, oh my God, the girls are giving me a hard time about filming. And Robin was saying the same thing about her kids. So she was like, Giselle, I'm going to pay them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Oh my God, that's a good idea. <laughs> and then that way they'll feel a sense of ownership they have a job yeah i'm literally like all right y'all y'all have to work today yes time to go to work and so now like when they aren't going to work they're like when do i go to work next because they want (laughs) okay so you pay them like an hourly rate i pay them and this is the other thing i pay them according to the scene and how well they did My okay. God, Robin, the producer. <laughs> no, what I mean by like how well they like did they behave or were they like being difficult or yeah. because that's the other thing they get in front of the camera and they act like they have no sense. Yes, and they want to give me the hardest time and they like. You know, they just they roll on the floor when I'm trying to have a conversation. I'm like, y'all are killing me right now, <laughs> and and I'm like, okay, I don't want to look crazy where I'm like yelling at my kids and stuff. So right. I'm just gonna let y'all just do whatever but they'll literally be like you know hiding under a blanket and i'm like okay like y'all cut it out so they get paid based on you know how long of a period of time okay and how well they performed wow wow that that's okay so is this like ten dollars an hour twenty dollars an hour so i've paid them anywhere between like so it's per scene right okay so i paid them I want to say anywhere between like ten to thirty dollars. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, depending on like what it was, like how how much they did, or like what okay. you know what I mean. So. Yes. Okay, I like that. Yes. Yeah. I actually told my girls um, the same thing. I was like, I'm going to give you guys an hourly rate, mm-hmm. right? So we had our first scene, season six, and we were done with it. And I was like, at the end of it, I was like, all right, guys, I'm going to give you y'all y'all's earnings, and they were like, no, mom, it's fine. What? We just want, like, they literally would not take money. They were like, it's fine. You know, we're here for you. Like, they were, they shocked me. What? Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's the difference between girls and boys. Like, they shocked me. They were just like, we're just here for you. Like, whatever. It's fine. And I think it's also like, they're teenagers. So they're probably actually enjoying like yes. the show now you know a what i'm saying more, like yeah. now it's like okay we're actually a little popular people know who we are <laughs> yes we're my kids we only get popping in right, the streets right my kids are boys and like their friend like they get sick of their friends because their friends mamas watch the show to come you know come telling them about themselves right. on the show they're like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so that that really shocked me and because they that was so sweet of them so, so you know you never paid them season no six? no I never. I mean, I've given them whatever they want. Well, of course, right? Yes, like, they get right. paid in other ways, right? Yes. All right. So this is my last one. So, because okay. this is really sweet. So Kelly says to me, uh, "I love your spirit. How do you keep it up when things get tough? Because you know, things always get tough." And my mom always told me, 
that when that when things get tough, make sure you wear your lipstick. Make keep your lips popping. Okay. So I always have lip gloss with me. Okay. As long as my lips are popping, I feel good about myself. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I love that. I mean, um, that's not my solution, but okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that it helps. Just, it just makes you know if, if if your lips are popping and you feel good, and and you know you got a little you got a little shine on the lips. There's no way you could have a bad day. Right. That's yeah. that's very true. And to piggyback off of that in yes. closing, yep. um, I want to leave, you know, everyone. I think we're gonna, we want to we got to start giving some motivational. Yes, we do. Kind of messages. We too. do. Yes. So we want to mot- motivate the people. Yes, yes, yes. So I actually shared this on my Instagram story, um, but I want to reiterate two traps you need to avoid because mm. I'm very good at this. Mm-hmm. Avoid caring what they think. Mm and avoid thinking that they care. So I feel like that's the solution to like, okay, when things are going wrong or wait, bad. Wait, wait a minute, got to read the second one again. I was confused on the second one. Okay. Thinking that they care. Okay, right? I like that. So avoid, stop, like, don't even think that they care. That they care. Okay, I got it. Right? I like that. Because, yes. because I find a lot of times when you're like beefing with someone yeah. or like you have a, you know, a falling out with someone and you're sitting at home and you're like thinking about it all the time and you're mad and angry, that person ain't thinking about you. They ain't thinking about you. They're going to live their life. They, you know, so it's like you sitting here giving yeah. them all of your energy. Yeah. And, and they, they over there, you know, they had the cheesecake factory it, eating. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so, so yes. Yeah. So, so let's let's stop caring what people think. Yeah. Or thinking that anyone cares. Yeah. And that is like, I feel like that's the solution to like when you do have issues and problems. Like yes. just you know face them head on. Like don't be embarrassed. No. Don't, you know, just go through your struggles and and do what's best for you and don't worry about what anybody thinks. No, because guess what. It don't matter. Nope. It don't matter. Nope. That is our show, guys. That shit stinks too. That shit stinks too. <laughs> that, that is our show. And always remember to either live your life reasonable or shady. Yes. yes. Thank you, guys. Talk to you next week. Bye. Reasonably Shady is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And you can connect with us on social media at Robin Dixon 10, Giselle Bryant, and Reasonably Shady. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.